0: A martini shaken. not. Shocking, positively shocking. Welcome to Shaken Not Nerd, the only podcast you are tasting right now, that's right, <laughs> I'm tasting it today, i just listening to it, we're a uh, century sensation, century, <laughs> that's not the word I wanted, a century, century. of sensory sensations, oh, that say that five times fast,
1: <laughs> I can't even say it once, <laughs> <Just> slowly, <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't you love that I nail the intro every time, time <laughs> after time, flawless buddy, flawless. <laughs> If anything, we're consistent in, <laughs> in that, not really a schedule. Uh, yes, I am Tom, and of course, those other voices you're hearing. First up, you are hearing Fuzzy Dan. Hello. How have you been, Fuzzy?
1: Oh, look, I've been fantastic, mate. I'm full up of Chinese food from last night, so um, yes, well, most of it came out, but I, it, there is still some in here, which makes me feel full. Did you yeah. go somewhere fancy? <laughs> no absolutely not <laughs> dodgiest dingiest little place uh, in the city um this place called the supper Inn, um and it's just fantastic so just ate way 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 too much chinese food we ordered like a bunch of dishes to start with and then we we're like well that wasn't enough so we ordered you know more of different things and just ended up with way too many so
2: <sighs> chinese food's very sneaky like that it is very sneaky sneaks up on you
0: and, of course, that other voice is the special guest who just keeps on guesting. Hey, find
2: someone else, man. Ian, <laughs> the, the huge special, and special on. guest? We're
0: just, we're just kind of forcing him to be back in the show and just throw him free movie tickets. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, all right.
2: You got me. <laughs>
0: yeah, had me at free. <laughs> Have a minute. Good.
2: good. Very good. Tom and I, we also ate a lot of food last night and uh, I feel much better this morning as opposed to last night after I ate it. Yeah. I <laughs> I'll let not, you decipher that puzzle. We were not well <laughs> last night. No, because we
0: got, we got um, met up at my place, a couple of us, and then we were going to just go down to the pub down the road and then our mate Kieran goes, oh, yeah, I work at that um, company that owns that hotel or that pub so I can get 50% off food and five percent off booze um and so naturally we just went oh okay so that means entree main and dessert um we spent three hours there eating and then we essentially we're going to hang out afterwards but we i think we just sort of sat around the table at my place complaining about how full we were for the next (laughs) two hours and not having an overall great time i don't think (laughs) because everybody's like i need a shit or oh, I need a burp. <laughs> I had to have Sh-burp. one of those chewable things. <laughs> or oh, really?
2: <Yeah>, <laughs> having antacids. Do you know you're old when.
1: <laughs> you know you're old when you can't digest a
0: three-course meal.
2: Exactly.
0: <laughs> our, our own worst enemy, because like, at the end... Um, we were convinced that we had to have dessert. I could have gone without it. I could have gone without it. But then, then we walked up and it just like, there were four desserts and we're just like, oh, okay, everyone wants one of each. So we're going, one of each. And they went, oh, did you see the special board that there's a fifth one? I'm just like, ah. <laughs> well, now you've fucked with this. <laughs> uh, the system's broken. <laughs> <laughs> All of them and we'll share the fifth one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Geez,
2: it's, <laughs> ter- it's a terrible idea. Yeah, you guys should
1: not be allowed to be in charge of your own meal ordering. It's no. It
0: was 50% off. Yeah. You'd don't be
1: worry, silly I didn't, not to order it.
2: I didn't fill up on salad. I just pushed that thing around the plate and ate the good stuff. <laughs> I was very logical about my eating. No,
1: yeah. um, you don't go out to eat salad. I can eat salad at home. Exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. It was I don't know whether it was Kieran Whether it was Ian Challenged their mate Charles And said I don't think you could eat The full rack of ribs uh, So he had to prove them wrong And ate the full rack of ribs Jesus <laughs> yeah.
2: Which apparently is um, 1200 calories No it was 1500 1500 Oh good
0: god yeah. <laughs> When you've got the barbecue sauce on it And stuff it's so. a lot of calories Wow Yeah It's fun and games
1: so, uh, Excellent. What a, what a great start to our nerd podcast today. <laughs> exactly. How, how bloaty were you last night? Real bloaty. <laughs>
0: Who's ordering Tums? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, let's get a little bit nerdy. Uh, what have people been watching, viewing,
1: reading? Um, reading? No, kept reading no um <laughs> i've just finished watching the series of uh the legend of vox machina um which is a new um cartoon show it's fantastic i think everyone should watch it
0: it's very fun legend of vox machina
1: yes um so do you know the um, there's a podcast called critical role yes um yes. yes so they basically made a tv show they got them right. Um, right. yeah and they yeah it's fantastic so they've animated it and got some really fantastic voice actors in there it's really it's really interesting vibes there's like lots of comedy to it but very dark themes as well very interesting to watch so i've i've enjoyed um getting to know that show so that's just finished up they, they were releasing like three episodes a week um and that's uh, just finished up this week so it's out on so uh, it amazon base? Um, so we've got is the amazon account
2: there? Dungeons and
1: Dragons characters and shit. Or? Yes, yeah. yeah, that's the that's the way. So um, yeah, so that, that's really fun. I'd, I'd highly recommend it. Sort of animated, um, a little bit more cartoony than sort of the Castlevania series. Um, but uh, yeah. yeah, and you know how like Castlevania stuff gets seri- like it's, it's just super serious and dark all the time. This one yeah. just has a little bit more comedy to it, so that kind of alleviates a bit of that. But it's still as brutal and you know awesome as as what Castlevania was.
2: Ooh, I might have to check that out.
0: Listen.
2: I finally got around to watching and finishing the first season of Ted Lasso.
0: Oh,
1: hello. (laughs) Two years later. (laughs) Exactly.
2: (laughs) It's great, eh? Yeah. Everything that anyone tells you about how good Ted Lasso is, is that they're not lying. It's it's the truth. (laughs) It's just such an easy-watching show. Like You Mm. feel good watching it you don't have to go through all that like so many shows now are so depressing and yeah ted lasso is like a light in the cave
1: it's really interesting like um i remember seeing a lot of uh, criticism around season two um when that that came out everyone's like oh this show is very very super sweet and it's you know where's all the conflict and anything and it, it really there's some changes that happen in the show that I sort of hinted at in those those first few episodes that you don't really touch on properly until mid season, and it's great. It really changes uh, the perspective of the show. So, Ooh. season two was in better. Season three, I'm sure, will be just as good. They've sort of they spend the last episode setting up what the, the next um, series is going to be. So, yeah, yeah, highly enjoyed it.
2: Yeah, and obviously, uh, season one has a quite a big theme around divorce, which is. Obviously not, um, you know, just by chance, considering what was probably going on in uh, Jason Sudeikis' life at that point in time. So it's really interesting to see. It's good. I I really enjoy it, seeing that creative outlet and being able to see them use that as an avenue to get out what's going on in their life. But it's just such a positive show that... Mm. Like, you just feel happy watching it, but then it's got, you know, some really touching moments that you have to hide your man tears a little bit.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it is. It's just just a nice show. It is. It's very
1: good to watch. So, yeah. I'm, and I, I
2: watched Ali Wong's <laughs> new stand-up. Ali Wong? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, if you want a new stand-up special, that's um, very, uh, how do I describe it? It's very uh, adult.
1: Because <laughs> didn't she, she used to do? She used to do specials every time she got pregnant, didn't she?
2: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. She's not pregnant in this one, but well, see, that's yeah. that's just going to be weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's uh, just the descriptions of things. It's just like pretty much this whole one is about her being. I think she's thirty nine now, and she's just like been married for a long time and has kids, and she's just like. Wants to be getting laid, so it's a lot of description, even though she's married and everything. So it's uh, yeah, very interesting. It's lots of very descriptive things, <laughs> of sexual nature, excellent. <laughs> very adult, very okay. Very adult, nice. If you're into it, go for it. It's pretty good, yeah. So I think comedy specials are fantastic, so yeah. yeah, she's very good at stand up. Highly recommend, cool, cool, cool. cool.
0: Tom. Uh, yeah, so the only thing that I really watched during the week is I uh, actually binge watched it yesterday. Um, the Cuphead Show, which is just released oh. on Netflix. Well, uh, check it out. It's a bit of fun. It's a bit of fun, and there's not a lot of it, because um, it's 12, 15-minute episodes, so it's only three hours of show. Uh-huh. So it's um,
2: Very bingeable.
0: Yeah, very easily knocking out of the way in an afternoon. Yeah. Um, the animation style looks so beautiful as well that's the thing the, the animation is cool and i think that's the thing that the game had the game had great animation um style and it's none
2: of us ever finished and probably ever will. <laughs> <That>
0: was <hard. laughs> it was
1: hard i so i couldn't hard. get into it at all to start with like i just i got it i thought like, yeah this is lovely style and animation and all the rest of it i just couldn't get it into into it in the first place
0: I really liked
2: it. It's very much my style of game. I love platforming and that kind of stuff, but it's just too hard for me, to be honest. I get too frustrated.
0: The furthest I got into that game was after a party where there was three people lingering around, half asleep on the couch, and everybody thought it would be a good idea to start playing Cuphead, and there was three of us who played Cuphead for the next six hours. Um, It's
2: just... You just know, I don't even know if you can do that, because I feel like you have to have full concentration to play that game. Yeah,
1: it's one of those ones, You can, it's not a like a relaxing play, you can't just kick back on the couch, yeah. you, you're you always constantly hunched over the controller, like, that's very focused yeah. the whole time. You
2: get hit once and it's like, fuck, might as well just restart this level. Um, <laughs> yeah, pretty much.
1: Um, Currently playing a game that I can't really talk about as far well as what it is, but yeah, very similar in that aspect. It's not a relaxing play. It's um, yeah, it's very full attention the entire time. So like, if you're just yeah, it's late at night and you're trying to get through a couple of, you just can't chill with it. You have really to be want focused. I know what this game is. You yeah, can't talk about it. Oh. <sighs> yeah, is but
2: it, is it soon to be released? It might be soon to be released. Ian, I
1: can't really talk about it. Is it? <laughs> I can't Would you describe
2: say. it as, like, in Dark Souls kind of? Not movie?
1: even going to talk about it anymore.
2: <laughs> move <Damn> it. on.
0: <laughs> All right, so let's talk about some of the news of this week. Uh, we have a number of trailers, actually. A couple of posters, little bits and pieces that have come out. Um, what can we talk about first? What can we talk about first? <laughs> Should we talk about the big one first and the big one last? You can really
2: hear the padding
0: here. No, He's <laughs> trying to padding, find the web pages. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've got it open. Them. I'm scrolling up and down. I'm just trying to determine... Let's do it. Let's do first. the big one. Get the big, big one. All right, oh, no. Doctor Strange trailer. Oh, that's the big one.
1: Oh, okay. That's the big
0: one. Okay. <laughs> well, only because it was the first on the Reddit top movies. Uh, <laughs> that's list.
2: fair. It's definitely been much more uh, well-received well than the other one, so... <laughs> Has yeah, it... Has it? The, yeah Okay the I'll take your word for it <laughs> Yeah The other one people are not so happy about But we'll get there
0: Hmm age Uh Yeah This looks Interesting With uh, <laughs> A little bit of um I'm assuming everybody has heard the voice of uh Patrick Stewart Within the trailer which Yes is, Yeah mm.
2: You can really hear the boldness of his head Yeah <laughs> I, I look. I,
1: I'm a little bit annoyed that they put that in there because it's you know it's teasing obviously the you know inclusion of these characters, the X Men and the um, the MCU, and yeah, I don't know. It would have been a great yeah. time to choose somebody different, you know, to hand over the reins as it were to a new Professor X because Patrick Stewart is very old. <laughs>
2: Patrick Stewart I is very old. Yeah, I don't know that. I think they they've got a bit of an out here because it's within the multiverse, so it's not necessarily the same X Men that are going to becoming a bigger part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The multiverse is the ultimate out for everything. You can do exactly. fucking whatever exactly. now. It's
1: like oh well, this character's back. This character's not. This is a different character who's the same character. Like exactly. yeah, it's. I just... don't
2: think yeah. I don't think they're the X Men that we'll be getting. I think they're just a nod to. That universe and those movies.
0: All of a sudden, the timeline of that universe starts to make a little bit more sense because it's all fucked up all over the place, and now they can just be like, "No, there were stories in different um, parts yeah. of the multiverse."
2: Exactly. <laughs> Well, I thought it was a timeline? No, no, no. Universes.
1: Because <laughs> it starts to... Um, it hints at things like... Um, it, it looks like the, that particular scene when Doctor Strange is walking in, it looks like potentially it's going to be something around the Illuminati. Um, I think um, Duty referred to that um, on uh, the Facebook group when we were chatting about it. And that's like the secret society at the, the head of all of the things that are going on in the Marvel Universe. So it's... Um, I think there's Iron Man's in there, Professor X, um, Mr. Fantastic's part of it. Um, and Dr. Strange is, I think Namor's in there. Um, and oh, where was the other one? Oh, Black Bolt. There you go. So all yes. the Smart motherfuckers. So yeah, all the, the smartest guys, they sort of control the, the direction of, um, of events within the universe. But you know, new characters, so I think, don't think we've seen, oh no, we have seen Black Bolt. They did that really shitty humans show. Ugh. Uh, but we haven't seen Namor yet, so that'll be interesting to see if he's included, who's basically Aquaman. Um. <laughs> yeah,
0: there, was, there was a reference you, in the end of Iron Man, when they're talking about the Avengers initiative and there's the board on the back, yeah, um, and there's a the locations of heroes or something, and there's one that's in the middle of the ocean. Ah, uh-huh, okay. Uh, so it has been referenced, but like ages ago now so
2: yeah apparently there was a slight nod to it in infinity war sorry in endgame okay we were talking about the uh whales coming back in since like half the population disappeared and they then saying the whales have come back into like dc or, or i do know oh yeah Somewhere yeah yeah yeah
0: because yeah, they're like whales or something in the hudson
2: yeah Hudson, mm. that's one <laughs>
1: But yeah, so it'll be interesting to see that. I think, like, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm excited for, for Doctor Strange. I think it might be the first thing in this, uh, this new reign of M- MCU. Was it Phase 5 now? Phase 4? I can't remember. I've lost track yeah. of the phases. I, it, it might hoping, be the most exciting one that's coming at the moment.
0: I'm just hoping that, like, Evil Strange isn't meant to be the Evil Strange from um, What If. I'm really hoping that they're not pulling in what if characters into this and they're their yeah, own standalone characters because it feels
1: like it might be something similar like yeah you know, that what if probably you know, teased enough of what's going to happen so it may be something very similar to that character if not exactly that one
2: yeah i hope not <laughs> i didn't watch yeah i didn't watch it so i would have no idea but i don't think that they would assume everyone would have seen that because it wasn't i don't think that well received
1: if the, no. if the MCU loves doing one thing and it's jerking itself off like they would love to fuck it, you know, oh well you had to watch What If to understand what's going on here like they absolutely would true. do that stuff
2: yeah which is dumb <laughs> <laughs> I mean it looks very good though the show from the trailer but it looks very dark um, which is not typical MCU
1: well Sam Raimi doing his thing so I'm very excited for that one
0: horror the horror <laughs> yeah, it'd be interesting. All right, next cab off the rank. We'll 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 do the other trailer that I think you all were thinking I was referring to, which of course mm. is the one for the Lord of the Rings: The Rings of Power. The I was new. Waiting
2: for a double blind there, and you mentioned something else. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I would have. I, I should have said uh, the trailer for Nope, which <laughs> did yeah. come out as well, but I didn't watch that trailer. Um, oh
2: really okay yeah after his last movie when i saw this one i was like nope
0: oh (laughs) come on
1: well i I can talk about it briefly because it was it was kind of interesting um so nope actually stands for something as well did you see that one No. Uh, it it, it stands for not of planet earth so this is a movie about space aliens (laughs) okay so you see, like basically, this whole thing is yeah, like people getting sucked up into UFOs and stuff like that, and yeah, it's like these UFOs hanging over over the town. So I think the first posters we saw of this one was like a big floating cloud, yeah, with um, uh, with, with lights or something trailing behind it. That's actually a UFO, is what it's uh, what it's going to be all about. So looks very like it, it seems very interesting kind of tones to it. Um, very much in that sort of Jordan Peele way that he does things um, so yeah I, I look I'll, I'll give it a watch it's it's worth a try <laughs> yeah like
2: yeah I'll give it a shot his last one though I was definitely not a fan of us um, us yeah.
1: yeah yeah
2: it wasn't
0: bad it wasn't bad. bad it just felt like he was trying to catch lightning in a bottle for a second time Um yeah not, ch- I mean, let's not forget,
1: he's, he's had some good uh, good movies. He's had some very, very bad movies, like Candyman. He was, well, he wasn't the director for it, but he wrote and produced it. So, yeah, I mean, it <laughs> yeah. could be anything. <laughs> Candyman's not great.
2: He's had
1: one very good movie, You mean. Black, uh, <laughs> the Black Klansman was good. He was the producer for that, but, no, but yeah, he was heavily involved.
2: Was he produced for that? Oh, I thought it was. Uh... Fuck! I've just gone my. Mind. That film Isn't was that? really
0: good until the very yeah. end of it, where they did, where, it went weird,
2: where, where nothing happened. <laughs> <laughs> that seems
1: to be something. That I think Jordan Peele's involved with seems to have a very weird like turns, like very quickly, and you either go with it or you don't. So yeah.
0: Yeah. Yes, yeah, but I'm, I'm interested to see what he does with Notebook. Oh Undoubtedly, we'll see it. We'll watch it.
2: Yeah, I'd be interested to see what his take on, like, an alien situation would be.
0: Are you more
1: interested now, like, you know it's not a horror movie specifically, it's an aliens sort of horror movie? Is that more interesting to you?
2: That's more interesting to me than a standard horror movie sort of thing. Um,
1: yeah. yeah. I think that's, that's what I felt as well. Like, you know, watching that, I was like, oh, shit. Okay, that's different. Happy to see mm. it
2: Yeah. Now. Something a yeah. bit different. Right. Do we go back to the Lord of the Rings now?
0: Yeah, we go back to the Lord <laughs> of the Rings now. Yeah, so of course we did get the uh, trailer for it. Which?
1: <laughs> why doesn't... the side, Tom? Why the... You should be so excited for this. Oh, the trailer just didn't excite me. It's didn't really... tease you enough, the teaser trailer? There's
0: so much CGI as well. That's, um,
1: that's... why they're spending, what was it? $450 million to make this film. <laughs> Half a basis,
2: I believe, is the technical amount at Amazon they reference Bezos.
0: <laughs> Half a Bezos. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm just having a look at it now in the background and uh, it's it's it, it, it's got potential to be interesting. It has what Barlin in it. Who's I think Barlin from the Hobbit. Sure. Uh, sure, sure, yeah. <laughs> the, yeah.
2: You could say uh, anything right now, Tom. No, it has
0: the the old yeah.
2: Ah, ah. No, I went to pause it. I went to pause it. I want to take a screenshot.
0: It has the old the. Um... What the hell was that? Ah. <laughs> 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 we need to hard reboot Tom. He's he's frozen. <laughs> no, it has the you know the the old the old dwarf who has the um thing that yes. he puts in his ear to hear in the Hobbit. Uh, yeah. He's in this yeah. trailer oh, as a young 100%. as a young um, as a young dwarf. So he's, some he's of the. Got, Right, red hair. Uh, So we've got uh, some of the characters we've got
1: confirmed. So we've got Galadriel's in there, Elrond's in there, um, Isildur's in there, Calibrimbor's in there. um, Who else have we got? Uh, High King Gilgalad. Gilgamesh. Gilgalad. And someone just (laughs) called Bronwyn, which is a very boring name to have in a fucking Lord of the Rings. So yeah.
2: If I can pronounce it, I'm not happy about it.
1: Yeah, Bronwyn. Seriously, it's 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 not a Lord of the Rings name. Um, but yeah. So those are the characters that we are aware of for this uh, for the moment.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think it could. We haven't be. seen much, so that's a bit difficult. Oh, Durin's in there as well.
0: Yeah. Okay. So there you go. That's the guy who I'm referring to. Durin. Yeah. Um. I think there's a lot of potential for it to be very interesting um, I'm a little bit concerned that it will fall into the same trap of many A series that sort of try and do this Where you know what happens um, yeah. <laughs> You're heading towards the Lord of the Rings They're not going to exactly be able to surprise you <laughs> Nope Yeah
2: that's the um,
0: problem with prequels. So, some of these people are alive in Lord of the Rings. Some of them are not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. And it is the problem with, with prequels.
1: Like You know exactly where it's going to go or where it has to meet up. So it's a little bit like there's a little bit less excitement, I suppose, along the way there. like Because, you know, the, the, the fates yeah. of these people and how that's going to happen. So it's a little bit less... To play with but i think there's still some interesting stories that could be told through this this part of it
2: i think i'm probably gonna go into it more not so much to go into it from a story point of view because you kind of have an idea of where it's going but more of it from a spectacle point of view because we know that they're throwing half a bezos at this and i <laughs> want to see the prettiness of it it's going to be pretty it has to be
1: uh, well, it, it absolutely has to be, and I think it does look good from what we've seen in the teaser. Like, there's you know lots of CGI monsters and all the rest of it. So, yep, totally fine with that. Looks like the uh, the costumes and the design for all of that and the sets looks spectacular, as it all should be. Like when you're spending yes. half a Bezos, like literally, it needs to to look the absolute tits. Yes. And I think it does
0: at least do that. So that's um,
2: past if it does that, there. then I... Yeah, if it does that, it's a pass mark, I guess. And
0: the cinematography looks... Like, the way that they've actually framed out stuff, it actually looks like a film, which is nice. Like, one of my biggest complaints with the um, Halo trailer that came out the other day is if you look yeah. at the frame framing and how they've done some of the shots in there, it looks like a TV show. Because yeah. it, I feel like there's this look that you get with certain framings and stuff where they couldn't quite get the like they probably didn't couldn't afford a proper cinematographer
2: (laughs) I think I think part of it is you have to choose um camera angles to hide things because they can't afford to have them in frame and stuff like that so that's why you have shows like CW that have that sort of cheap look to them and that's exactly what Halo looks like it has a cheap look because they're they can't afford to feel that background with this alien planet. You've got to have all these weird camera shots that look like terrible camera shots. You're right, because the framing's wrong, because they can't afford to feel the background. It looks like terrible because it is, someone. is what you say. <laughs> exactly, exactly.
1: No, yeah, I think everything about this, though, does, like you say, exactly the opposite. It, it looks spectacular. I think, yeah, there will be definite spectacle um, in all this, so definitely try and see it in the highest possible quality that you can on the biggest screen that you can so don't worry got that (laughs) you still got the box in the room mate (laughs) i I don't clean up all right is that tom's box in the corner i could think i could see that there
0: yeah the tv's still in it (laughs) latest latest news so i have my remote i have my remote good Um, good and i have a second stand to put it on yeah did they send the screws (laughs) <laughs> I had a stand I now have two stands
1: <laughs> and no screws so you complained you said I've, I've got a stand I
0: just need the screws to fit it on and they, they sent you another I, stand I, I, I essentially said to them you know that plastic packed thing that you put in with all your TVs that has the instructions the screws and the remote I'm missing that and so they sent you another stand <laughs> that's all I wanted and then the actual guy at LG on the phone replied back to me about how LG was a paperless company and that they didn't actually send out instructions with their TV. After Ian sent me a picture of his instructions, <laughs> <laughs> they sent me a satisfaction survey email.
2: Ooh, uh, Ooh I bet switch. you
1: responded in a scathing fashion. <laughs>
0: I really did. I'm really. Life's
2: this. not good, by Tom Cummins.
0: Dear Sir slash Madam. <laughs> Honestly, like it's one of the shittest customer service experiences I reckon I've had, and it's not. Yeah. It's
2: the product's good. That's the annoying. The product,
0: product is though. good, and look, I got it. I got a good outcome. I think that the fact that I got sent another stand and not the screws is a easy enough fuck up. The thing was, if the guy on the phone was nice enough to be like like had approached it in a different way and went I'm sorry but this is the fastest I can get it to you and mm. didn't essentially tell me that I should be grateful to LG overlords for giving me stuff within 10 days because I didn't have to provide evidence of something not being in the box how do I provide evidence of something I didn't get yeah. um reminds <laughs> 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 me that had- meme
1: of like uh, someone complaining to the landlord about the hot water not being hot and they said send photos so he sent a photo <laughs> of the tap running he's like it's this but not
0: hot <laughs> <laughs> Is it like um, Joe Joe Lysett who wrote, writes his letters, and there's the one about somebody being like, "Oh no, you were parked in a, in a taxi rank." Here's the photo, and it's somebody a cabbie has written on his window in a white marker saying "taxi rank." And he's like, <laughs> yeah. "I don't know what you're talking about." Clearly, it was on the moon, and sends back a picture with him on paint writing the moon on the screen. <laughs> Poor Tom. So do you think Very it's ever true. going to happen? Well, Ian was meant to bring screws yesterday with him.
2: I was waiting for this. So you were <laughs> supposed to remind me... This is where me. it was building up. To. You were supposed to remind me to bring my leftover screws because I've wall-mounted my TV, so I've got screws. Can you actually today tell me what... Uh,
0: what, what sidebar. I will. sidebar. I will. Tell me what type of screws they are so I can Tom, walk down to a hardware you, store.
2: Now listen, Tom. Listen, if you remind me... Not at 7pm, the time I'm supposed to be at your house, (laughs) to do something. I will do it. (laughs) You remember the screws, yeah? (laughs) Fucking hell.
0: It's the only reason I invited the fucker over. Uh
2: (laughs) (laughs) I feel very sorry for you, Tom, because the TV is magnificent. It's great TV. It's it's not like I'm... I'm
0: like, hard done by with my 55-inch um, OLED yes, TV sitting there. Yes, you are.
1: <laughs> so what's going to happen with the uh, the old TV, Tom? Is that... Uh, that I'm just selling it. Become... Oh, yeah, you're selling, selling it. it? Oh, to, okay. Um, Siobhan's brother. Because they're moving out. Not they're even giving out. it away to family. He's selling it.
0: Yeah, he's <laughs> what selling a tight it. ass. It's only a four-year-old four $3,000 TV. Yeah,
2: I'm selling it. <laughs> what a no, tight no. ass. $3,000 four years ago is what you mean to say. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> <good. laughs> Which is worth probably about $5 now. <laughs> that's, got it. that's how it's TVs
1: good. depreciate over time.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Look, if you're no, I'm really saying to nice for a
0: grand. I think a
2: grand is fair. If you're really nice to me and it's not a standard screw, I might even bring the screws over to you today. Oh. <sighs> <know, otherwise.
1: sighs> How's that? But if
2: it's a standard screw, you're screwed. You can go get your. Ian's step offing step. to screw you on the
1: podcast, mate. It's just yeah. amazing.
2: <laughs> the gift that keeps on giving.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, but anyway, Lord of the Rings. A lot <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering how we got there. Um, yes, Lord of the Rings. Keen to see it. Uh, actually, you know what? Half a million dollars. It's too big to fail. It can't be bad. And uh, it can't be really. Well, you say that. <laughs> Actually, how much did they spend on the Wheel of Time? Because I don't think that was that great.
1: Um, I think the Wheel of Time was a couple hundred mil at least. It's to so.
2: be like, what, quarter Bezos?
0: <laughs> to be honest, I got kind of bored of the Wheel of Time a bit.
2: I didn't even try it. I had it there, like, on my watch list, and then I went, eh.
1: Look, as as uh, as a massive uh, Wheel of Time fan, so I'm, I'm into that as much as you're into Lord of the Rings, Tom. So um, it's they. Please
2: they... describe the dresses to me. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, million. the costumes was
1: yeah, eighty. So it's not that 80. much. I mean, nice and the, and it shows with some of the like the the CG and some of the settings and things like that. So that's definitely there. The costuming's fantastic. Um, I think the casting was really well done. Um, But I I think some of the story um, that they've changed from the novels, it was unnecessary, um, the changes they made. And yeah, going to be interesting next season. So one of the the main cast um, had a massive blow up with the producers and was basically written out of the show and will be replaced by a different actor for next season. So... Yeah, very interesting, like, some little things that uh, that went through there. And he's, like, one of the core cast, like, main cool. actors. So, very interesting to see that kind of thing happen on a show of this size. Um, but people yeah. don't
2: know how to protect a paycheck, do they? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> they don't know a good thing when they've got it. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so, I look, I mean... I, I think it looked good, and some of the stuff they've done was fantastic. I think just the main issue that I have with it is just story and the, the character changes from uh, the novelization uh, from the novels themselves. Yeah.
2: And that could very much still be a problem in the Lord of the Rings one. Might look very pretty, mm. so it, it'll at least be a six just based on prettiness. Yeah, but if it can't tell a story, it'll only be a six point five.
0: Well, the benefit <laughs> that they have is that a lot of the characters that they'll be working with really aren't that fleshed out in that time mm, true so they yeah, actually do freedom. have well they they really have a lot of freedom because they've got creative
1: freedom to like because they've got, 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 they've got major events that they've got to hit and but yeah. all the lead up to that is all the dramatization of all of that stuff which is just not there at the moment so I think that'll be really good for them
2: if we yeah. don't get is it do, do we know how many seasons it's going to be or anything like that as many as we they better can. get like a big we a big war scene every season. All well, I
1: want. So with the with Lord of the Rings, there they are condensing. I think it's something like a thousand years of events into like into the show. So Jeez. it's yeah, they they are set over a fairly lengthy period of time. Um, and they've just managed to yeah, I think just yeah, be able to capture all of that at once. It's um, it's kind of interesting. Jeez. Um, so they are covering yeah, they're covering the forging of the rings. Um, the rise of Sauron, the fall of the island kingdom of Numenor, and the last alliance between elves and men. So, like, there's a lot in those major events that they'll...
0: Yeah. Oh, That'll be interesting. That'll be actually, actually really interesting, because the way that Numenor... Oh, I won't spoil anything. <laughs> <laughs> but it'll be... Sauron will be human form at that point in time, because he was human-looking, or elf-looking. Elf for quite some time, until the fall of Numenor, mm-hmm. there you so, go. And he's meant to be, the, well, that's his whole thing. Is he's actually meant to be like a silver-tongued um, character? He's meant to be able to convince people and corrupt people. But naturally, he lost his sexy form, so he became I smash, I smash, a smash. Yeah, so that'll be, um, that'll that'll be,
2: be good. very interesting.
0: Uh, what else have we got here? So we've got a couple of posters. Um, so we've got Sonic 2. Some
1: two I'm, excited. I'm excited. I'm excited for Sonic 2.
2: The, the trailer I think we discussed last week. Yeah. I think, I think it'll be pretty good. I think it's going to be better than the first one. The first one was...
1: The first one was great. I liked it. it, was perfectly yeah, uh, it it's perfectly fine. It's a kid's great. movie. It was
2: fine.
0: Didn't it's a kid's movie. It's a kid's movie. in. in? I thought they were getting rid of James Marston. Didn't somebody say they were getting rid of James Marston? He's clearly... No, we hoped that we, they would get rid of him.
2: Dude, he did. I'm pretty sure. We're getting rid of James Marston and putting him in a crate. somewhere along those lines. <laughs> So he can be cucked in the corner. All right, <laughs> oh, right. He's a crate. Got it. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. I think this one will be a bit more game-relevant because you have character... Like, Knuckles, I think, is going to be a big part of it and...
1: It looks like there's gold coins Big and a bit more. diamonds yeah. and all sorts of stuff. So a bit, less
2: both... like this weird buddy uh, buddy cop thing with like a human and more like actual hedgehogs doing things. It's going to be. What do you mean hedgehogs? Well, Knuckles is a hedgehog.
0: No, he's it? not. He's an echidna.
2: Oh, come on, Ian! Look at you with your I played Sega. Sorry, I had money and had a Super Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not your Povos Sega. Mart- was it Sega <laughs> yeah. Dreamcast?
2: Sorry, I wanted to play more than one good Sha- game. <laughs>
0: Shadow Shadow is another Hedgehog. Well, actually, I'm pretty yes. sure Shadow is an e- evil clone of Sonic. Yeah, of Sonic. Yes. yeah, something like
2: that. I didn't watch the cartoon when I was a kid either. Or I watched, I I watched the, the cartoon. Movie. Clearly, <laughs> <time> or
1: something. <laughs> uh, Lord of uh, Lord of the Rings and Sonic the Hedgehog historian Tom.
0: You know, <laughs> these
1: <are> worlds <what laughs> combined. Uh, the... This was actually
2: when Sonic was in his elf form,
1: <laughs> before he became the, the, the Bef- Dark smashy, Lord Sonic. Smashy, run, run.
0: <laughs> uh, we also did have the uh, trailer and poster for the new Tri- Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers.
2: That actually looks pretty. Cool. Oh, I'm so I keen. Think I I'm it on a- our really, I've
0: yeah. I- I watched it and I'm like, yeah, yeah,
2: it's yeah. very
0: adult. It's very like targeted. Well, it's to the John adults. Mulaney and Andy Sandberg.
2: Yeah, it's great it's uh i I think it's not gonna be full-on adult but like a lot of adultness to it which is exactly what you know how i remember cartoons being like there's a lot of jokes that you don't get until you're older sort of thing and i feel like they moved away from that a bit and they're just like kid friendly no adult jokes even hidden in there and this is just like not adult jokes well
0: that was the thing about like cuphead Cuphead didn't feel like it had many adult jokes sprinkled in there, which I think it should have, considering it wasn't a game for children. Because children would not have been able to play. Actually, you say, I say that, but then again, I try and play platformers now that I played as a kid and remember being decent at, and I'm like,
2: how the fuck did I do this?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Using the Nintendo 64 controller is a fucking... (laughs) challenge that's
1: in awful. itself yeah <laughs> uh, yeah like then, I, I mean Rescue Rangers though I, I, I don't know I'm not excited for it I don't no. I
2: don't care about Rescue Rangers to be honest with you I did not grow up with Chippendale at all um I have no memories even of them I know of them but that's about it yeah but just the trailer alone I was like this looks like fun I kind of like the avenue they've gone down yeah, yeah I, I had not seen it either at all there was some like uh, who was it? it was it like Will Ferrell or someone as well? Some like big comedian. Seth Rogen's in it. Seth Rogen, that's what I'm thinking of. Thank you. Yeah. And um. I was like, perfect. It's exactly what I wanted. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, and I guess probably the last one that we'll just quickly bring up before we get into the review. Uh, we did get the poster for... Actually, what are they even calling it? Transformers... Ooh.
2: Transformers. <laughs> <ugh>. <laughs> you're not Trans- wrong.
0: Transformers Optimus Primal is on the trailer.
1: Um, isn't it just like it's like it's not it's not called Beast Wars, but it is basically Beast Wars, is what we're
0: we yeah getting. yeah Beasty Wars, which will be interesting because will this mean they're going to go no humans because Beast Wars is there's no humans in Beast Wars Rise of the Beasts, Tom. That's what you're thinking of. Yeah, because there's yeah, there's no humans in baseballs. I like that. I'm all for that. I I am I totally like all for that. But yeah. I think but they need to there.
1: emotionally ground us. <laughs> They're gonna put humans ah, in there because they fucking love putting humans in there and Marky yeah. Mark will show up again because you know they love Marky Mark.
2: Or well, maybe they'll go back to Charlotte Douche or someone.
0: <laughs> Charlotte No. 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 <laughs>
2: So that's
1: coming out, um, is that next year?
2: Yes.
0: So
1: this is live action?
2: Yes. Is yes. Is this in the Bumblebee timeline or the original Transformers timeline? So what I was reading is it's, is, it, is
0: it's a trilogy of films and that was all I read about it. So I'm assuming that there are going to be three Beast War films that aren't actually related to the other existing. Anything else. Well, that's well, they've not sort of, a bad thing. They've given up on the original one original yeah. transformers they finally stopped making them i think yeah thank god all right uh, so
1: there, there are definitely humans in this this new movie um so it looks like oh. new characters uh but we're getting ron perlman as as optimus primal and uh, peter cullen
2: obviously is optimus prime oh, They're the that's only... right i remember seeing a teaser thing about that yeah but there, there are
1: humans definitely in the uh in the show so disappointing <laughs>
2: Are they going to be, like, cavemen people, you reckon?
1: Uh, well, one of the character roles is receptionist, so unless they're caveman Fuck receptionists. Me. Oh, <laughs> oh and caveman bus driver. So, yes, it's possible that they could be cave
0: people. <laughs> oh, but they're not... So they're to- already fucked it. Why? Yeah. They're not meant to be... Mo- that makes no sense. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the whole thing was that they scanned... Oh, actually, then again, it doesn't make sense that he was a giant gorilla versus a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Yeah, no, Let's not look no, into the details, everything. gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Let's not pick apart Beast Wars too much. But I think it'll be a case of they would have, you know, oh, they did land here millions of years ago when the dinosaurs were around. Which were, weren't the dinosaurs supposed to be robots anyway? Who the fuck knows? Um, yeah, but they, they would have been like frozen in time or something. Or yeah, yeah. there'll be some it'll stupid be bullshit. Oh, we American, we knew about them all along, but we've only just told you now, kind of. Yeah. <laughs>
2: We've been waiting for a message from space. <laughs> so maybe it will be a continuation.
0: That's interesting. <sighs>
2: yeah, because they did try to bring in the robot dinosaurs in, like, the second last one that they did. That's
0: the Dinobots dino were totally in there. and
1: which They one? were totally in there and totally ruined um, at the same time. So let's expect at least that these will be equally as ruined.
2: Yeah, I have very low hopes
1: <laughs> at least it's not going to be another michael bay um so well, that's the, positive they got uh, the director's name is uh, stephen capable uh, and he yes. did uh, the recent creed 2 movie which was very good
2: that was good actually
1: <laughs> what a what a, <laughs> a
2: weird big jump. change though yeah <laughs> Yeah, Creed Two
1: was his last movie, and then yeah, it's got Transformers: <laughs> Rise of the Beasts, which apparently is in post-production now. So um, there you go. That's such a bizarre. Wow. Well, okay. Yeah. He used to direct. No he uh, used journey. to direct music videos for Machine Gun Kelly. So uh, yeah, <laughs> it's a oh. very, very varied career.
0: The Return of Megan Fox, perhaps. <laughs> no, no, thank you. <laughs> All right, so that is news complete um it's been a while
2: thank you tom butt
0: uh <laughs> so we will move into the main event of this episode which is of course the brand new movie from sony that needed to have their own marvel-esque introduction thing for th- for movies
2: yes you didn't i forgot about that so um, this is why you guys take notes Um, Which I'm curious
0: whether this is them trying to push out more uh, movies, but I guess we will look and see. God of War movie, come on, come on, come on, come on. Um, We've got The Last of Us coming out as well. They're doing that, aren't they? Are they? Yep. Oh.
2: Yeah, they are. Forgot about that. So, yeah, you're right. They are trying to build a uh, PlayStation cinematic universe. Interesting.
1: I think it's, uh, yeah, they're doing it as a TV show.
2: We're going to have to call it Crash Bandicoot, but now he's owned by Xbox. <laughs> that, ma- that makes more sense
0: to be a TV show than a movie, I think. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah,
2: but, yeah, so that's coming to HBO
0: at some point
1: in the future. But, yeah, so you're right. I think yeah, Sony's you know, PlayStation game
0: universe is definitely going to be a thing. But, yes, of course, this was Uncharted that we did see. Yeah. So um, Tom Holland, Marky Mark, taking on the world, stealing shit, laughing about it not understanding Scottish people
1: (laughs) I've got to say that's possibly the most racist thing I've seen on a movie for a long time
2: hey it's not racist if they're all white apparently
1: (laughs) I did love that moment because he just walks in and I've I've got an affinity for Scottish accents I didn't think that was pretty was that thick walks in speaks perfectly plain English and they're just like what the fuck did you say like it just it's racist it was not plain English
2: (laughs) I I,
0: I laughed pretty hard at it to be honest
2: I was was thinking the same thing I was just like yeah I got about half of that
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
2: um but yeah uh fuzzy what's it about yes
0: besides well, the little bit that i gave <laughs> um
1: we have uh tom holland as the titular character and un- mr uncharted uh nathan drake who um that's it's like a, it's like an origin story slash first adventure kind of thing it's I, yeah. I, I don't, yeah, I think it's interesting to introduce this particular character on the big screen to everybody, um, and they kind of need to do that. So uh, it talks about uh, their adventures, um, basically Nathan Drake and his mentor, um, where he doesn't really need a mentor, um, Sully. No, apparently not. Um, not Sully from the plane, but the other Sully. So, um, uh, and yeah, they basically go on an adventure to find Magellan's gold which was a thing, apparently. Apparently. Apparently, yes. Um, and it's, um, i got to say, I, I don't mind the casting. I know there was a lot of, uh, some people had some issues with, you know, Marky Mark being Sully. Um, the inclusion of him having a mustache at the end was kind of nice, because that's what he has in the game. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I... How did you guys feel about
2: uh, Marky Mark in this one? I thought it was fine. They had, they had good chemistry I'll give them that I don't I don't think that the Nathan Drake we got on screen is Nathan Drake I had more of a problem with Tom Holland than I did actually, I didn't I, I haven't played the games remember. so yeah the problem was he was basically spider man <laughs> hunter Barry oh that opening
1: like- sequence was just horrific jumping on the boxes and stuff.
0: Yeah. Well, it it didn't help as well that in our movie theater they hadn't focused the camera lens properly, and this entire <laughs> film was fucking blurry. Plus the motion blur that they chucked over the top of it. That first opening sequence, I couldn't see anything that was going on. Oh. Couldn't, couldn't under- I could not see it properly because it was so blurry. That it was I just could like-
2: see enough to understand that um, they had no understanding of how physics works. <laughs> Absolutely. So,
1: if, if, if you haven't seen the trailer for this one, he's basically uh, there's a cargo plane with some containers hanging off the back of it because of of things that happen later in the film. Um, and yeah, Tom Holland is hip hopping and Spider Man swinging all over these things like there's no wind at all um, except when they need it to have wind. And he's oh, hanging the on the side, out jumping to around. About that scene oh it's, it's so stupid it looks uh, um, my cinema was had a properly focused camera which was great um and i could see it in all its terribly cgi'd glory um at certain points it was just all you could see was tom holland's just regular face and the rest of his body was just a cartoon
0: it was it was ridiculous. <laughs>
2: Yeah. yeah thank I, God, we had a bit blurriness so
0: I couldn't really tell that. I will say it has been a while since from a CGI perspective some of the scenes in this where it's felt like a spaghetti body. It's been a while since I've seen CGI of that level where it looks like Gumby. Yeah. There was definite there was definitely Gumby body in this movie a couple of times.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And this I mean this was not a cheap movie to make. They've spent 120 120- Hundred twenty million dollars uh, on this one, I mean, spend another million and get it right. Like
2: they probably spent, you know, fifty million just on Mark Wahlberg and Tom Holland, though. Probably,
1: but yeah, I mean, it's still it's not a small budget movie at all. Yeah. I mean, Antonio Banderas doesn't come cheaply either. Well
2: I'm pretty sure. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, they, still living off that Puss and Boots money. I'm pretty sure. Through um, <laughs> his five minutes
0: of screen time. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I would. At some point we'll,
1: we'll talk spoilers at, at some stage. I, I have things to say about that. So. <laughs> yeah.
2: But what I I said to Tom about that scene, that big plane scene, it makes even less sense. Uh-oh. Is Ingsprize in Oh well, well. no, door was <laughs> What did he
0: say to me about that scene?
2: What did he say? Which scene is he referring to? <laughs>
1: Who knows? Who padding, knows? Padding, padding, padding. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll talk about other stuff. Um, there's some really interesting, weird choices they made with this. Um, obviously, a bit of the the backstory with Nathan Drake is he's a bartender in this film, um, a Tom Cruise and cocktail level bartender. That comes in. <laughs> it's Chekhov's bartending skills. They come back later in the film for absolutely no reason. Um, they have a scene where they're <laughs> they're tracking down some treasure through a particular pathway, and they just happen upon a bar. And he's all, all of a sudden bartender fighting. He's using his bartender skills to beat up the bad guys.
0: Yeah, a- Ian sort of alluded to it when he was um, before the show started, and I w- w- wish he was here when we w- started to talk about the bar thing. He'll c- he'll come back. But no, <laughs> that was really amusing because they were going through the sewers, and then Ian decided to go to the toilet. And then when he came back in, they were in the middle fighting in the bar. Yeah. And I was like, you probably have so many questions. <laughs> also, the fact that um, do you know what I find the most impressive about this bar or nightclub or whatever it is, the fact that they have noise insulation so good that the noise from the music does not go through an open grate. You know, they are not. They don't hear the bar. They see a yeah. purple light and they're just like... And I thought they were going to do something magical because I, I didn't realise this because I haven't played the games is that Ian said in all of the Encharted games, about three quarters of the way in the game, they bring in a supernatural element. Yeah. Which, spoilers, this film did not. Um, so I thought there was going to be a supernatural element, but no, no, they just go into a nightclub. It's,
1: I mean, it, it follows a very similar uh, formula to an Indiana Jones type of movie. So, you know, he initially starts out, it's just a thing, you know, and then all of a sudden there's mystical superpowers or aliens. <laughs> so, yeah, so yeah, it was, I thought it would do something like that. That would have been really fun to have this. You're right, you know, they literally have a grate and they see this purple light behind it and you're like, oh, this could be interesting. And they don't hear the absolutely fantastic thumping trance music coming from the other side of the wall like it just, until it's
0: until they open it yeah it's an open grate <laughs>
1: it's a magical open grate Tom
0: <laughs> have, we, have we got it, Ian back I can see a, I can see his uh, scriptable logo oh hello
1: he, he'll come back eventually no, we do um, not have him back I, I some of the the other major problems I had with this was uh, the the ease of the the problem solving that they do there is a lot of puzzle solving and map following and all the rest of it throughout this film. And every single thing they come across is solved almost immediately.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think that one of the things that I did have an issue with is they clearly didn't get um, like a cryptography expert or something. Not cryptography. No, cryptography. Um, Somebody who was actually into these sort of puzzle things. It felt like somebody would just wrote it and thought, oh, this would be cool if it could do it like this. But they really, I think they needed somebody to formulate things that were actually specifically difficult. Yeah. Um, Which they didn't do at all. I think most of the things seemed fairly rudimentary or... uh, convenient that the guy had been in a location where he had learned this little tidbit of information that then enabled him to know it he didn't really discover it he just sort of went ah yeah i know this place
1: <laughs> yeah i know this but i remember this and that was one of the other things that i oh, it irritated the shit out of me so we have um in this film nathan drake's long lost brother uh, basically is uh, has sent nice and drag a bunch of postcards and they just seemingly random you know tidbits of information um from different places around the world but um in in reality massive massive clues into solving the the puzzle of this magellan adventure but he's essentially solved it all already yeah like he's solved like everything he's like he's been to all these places and has solved it all but somehow hasn't you know, found all the gold. That, that, that's ludicrous to me. Like, I don't get how he could have gotten that far without already having the gold.
0: Because he didn't have
1: the key. <sighs> Let's talk about those keys. <laughs> I have a lot to say about those keys, Tom. Huh? <laughs> so, Tom, you know, what's, wrong with what's wrong with the keys? They're just keys. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So they've got two gold crosses, which are essentially you know, like a two-man key system to... Uh, to, to solve the, uh, the the puzzle for finding Magellan's gold and they seem to be very interchangeable like they don't uh, like they seem to be exactly the same shape you don't really get good looks at them to say oh you know they're special in this way and this one's slightly different to this one they just look like the same. They just look like gold crosses. There's no special key shapes to them at all. They're just thick gold crosses and they unlock fucking everything. They're like skeleton keys. <laughs> like you could use them to unlock your fucking apartment by the same logic of this movie. And they, at one stage, they're like, they have this. They have two pathways to follow and they have to take one of the keys, a key each on each of these pathways. They don't go, well, I definitely need this one you know, to go down this path or this one. They just grab one and go. Yep and it's immediately the right key. It's like, well, what the fuck is the point of these things? They just fit into, like, square holes, and that's it. Like, all you need is a fucking square bit of pipe.
0: It's yeah. so silly. Yeah, because the actual, um, I guess the actual pointy bits are the points on the side of the key that actually poke out. They don't go into the keyholes at all. They don't
2: know
1: so. anything.
0: <laughs> um at one
1: stage, work. like they get up to a like a lock that they try and they're trying to open. There, like, well, it doesn't work. They actually use the other end of the fucking cross thing, like the short end. It's like, well, it doesn't fit. I'm like, you're clearly using it the wrong way. It doesn't. It's just so stupid. They were, I was irritated, and not so much even you know not just the keys themselves, but the keyholes. At one stage, fucking Marky Mark walks into a fucking McDonald's or something, and there's just this you know Art Deco wall behind glass. There's a fucking hole right in the middle of it and it just turns like it was, you know, somebody's turned it yesterday. It just, it's so stupid. Giant keyholes littered all around Spain, just immediately unlocking treasures. It's
0: ridiculous, Tom. (laughs) No, that's fair. That's fair. (laughs) I didn't focus too much on the keys myself, I'll be honest with you. (laughs) It just just annoyed me. (laughs) I'm so, like...
1: It was one of those things that I think this film just overall irritated the shit out of me for no reason
0: whatsoever. Yeah, I think one of the biggest things for me about this was, uh, welcome back Ian. Um, Hello. As I did say to Ian as we were going through towards the end of it, is that in Uncharted, in, like, I, I haven't played it properly, but I've played the first hour of the first game and know that you have a gun and you shoot people.
2: That's very true. Yep. In this
0: in this movie they made it they PGified the fuck out of it it felt oh, like oh yeah did, it felt like Disney presents Indiana Jones is what they did <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah although I mean we do get the um, the moment at the end where he's uh, he's wearing his Ian Johnson clothing and he gets his gun holster finally and it's like oh it's his you know signature gun holster and can't you wait
2: know, for him to never fire those guns
1: oh he shot he, I think he shot twice and Missed. that was it It missed both time. it was so stupid uh, yeah
2: were you talking about the shittiness of the keys oh yeah <laughs> we, we, we i went off about the keys <laughs> yeah they were not good props no they just held two things together and went see they connected i'm like no they're not <laughs> They had. they had little notches <laughs> they're not just-
1: no but I mean you need to like you, know, you need to make that very clear if you're going to have two keys that works completely differently you need to go well this one is shaped like this and this one is shaped like this they you know they're very different And you know, otherwise you just got two th- and you never really got a good look at them to say well, they're absolutely two different items it just yeah it was a little bit silly
0: yeah and I guess uh, no, so I'll word this in a non-spoiler way but there's a point <laughs> where keys are used at a certain angle to identify a certain spot right I'm still convinced on that map there are multiple locations that those keys
1: (laughs) yes absolutely yeah can we talk spoilers because let's let's just talk spoilers because there's I'm angry enough to talk spoilers at this point you are correct, Tom. They literally... He pulls off... Like, he's got a map that he has to, like, triangulate a position to find out the, the final burial spot of this gold or whatever the fuck. And he literally just pulls off random pieces of these crosses, sticks them on the map at seemingly random points, and just goes... "They all oh, they come together at this particular part. It actually feels like the wrong angle for them to connect on. Um, it just... Yeah. It's so... Uh, this goes they connect
2: to, in the middle right so theoretically they should connect the whole middle yeah. of the island not in the middle top exactly where he wants them to, to connect
1: it's just it just it, i think this goes to the, the talk about the like the puzzles being really stupidly easy like it, he just knows how to solve these things immediately it's like well that's the, clearly
0: the right answer And immediately from that, the thing that pisses me off the most, one one of the things that really annoyed me, is he's meant to be intelligent, yeah? Why the fuck would you not rent a boat from a location that doesn't see you have to drive said boat past the location where you know that the villains are? You know where they are. Or why wouldn't you go further out to sea <laughs> yeah. like he, he knew they were there <laughs> yeah yeah he knew exactly where they were there's a lot of those
1: moments where people are just going past other people doing stuff it's like really yeah. conveniently located
2: like you know people would just happen to be around it's, it's a little bit silly so if we're in spoiler territory can we talk about how terrible the villain swap was they yeah They went. Well, we're gonna get rid of Antonio Banderas, and make this other um, person now the main villain. Yeah, and she wasn't uh, wasn't good enough.
1: Well, I've got to say, like, yeah, absolutely, it was a severe
2: downgrade. He so he's a billionaire, you know, collector,
1: treasure hunter dude, and he's financing all of this stuff. And then at one stage, the like the lead his lead henchman slits his throat in the least slitty throaty death I've ever seen. There's literally some strawberry jam like lined across his throat when you see the body later and no blood. Like that's it. Just a line. And that's it. It's, it was such a disappointing, the, the PGification of this film. That was the, 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 center moment. But then immediately all the gear that he's hired, uh, all the mercenaries that he's bought and paid for, like, why the fuck would yeah. they stick around? They've got no reason to. All of a sudden their paycheck's gone.
2: I don't understand that, yeah, because I don't Ooh. understand how now she has supposedly access to his money and, and resources and everything. Like, I, like, yeah, my, they don't my my how theory money works. works.
0: <laughs> but my theory was that it could have been the fact that, like, the people on the plane, yes, they knew he was dead, but the other people that were there could have just been like, oh, she's managing the operation and he didn't come. That's what my thinking was.
1: Well, maybe, but there's, there's clearly people on that, like other hench people on that plane who know what's going on. And they're like, yeah, we're totally on board
0: with this. Kill our meal <laughs> ticket. But Speaking of the hench people. Right? <laughs> now they explained that Chloe, Chloe? The Chloe, Chloe Foster. yep, Yeah. That she betrays them. Right. Yes. And that's how they knew where to go. Yes. But. The evil hench lady didn't know that she was on the ticket. But her two henchmen are the ones that meet up at the nightclub out of nowhere, somehow knowing they would be at that nightclub. So where did she get the information of where they were to tell her henchmen to go there if she wasn't the person who had the relationship with Chloe? <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, they just
1: need to. It just needs to happen for the movie. Because the
2: plot requires it. Yeah. That's... Well, yeah. There was a lot of... I don't think they thought... I don't think they put enough effort into writing a script. Well, that's what no. you were
0: saying while you were gone, is I wish they actually had a proper... Um, like, somebody somebody who actually specialises in ciphers and decryp- yes. and, decryptions and
1: They needed puzzles. Robert
0: Langdon from the Da Vinci Code, is what they did. <laughs>
1: needed tom hanks
0: in this
2: movie <laughs> i would have even settled for Nicolas cage <laughs> <laughs> just something somebody who actually had
0: some something to solve really yeah
2: some i mean, understanding how those as Buzzy
0: was saying nathan drake didn't solve it he's solved his brother's clues who had already solved it <laughs> He'd already solved the puzzle, just decided
1: not to take the billions of dollars in gold and fucking precious treasures. Like, it just... It's silly. It's silly in the extreme.
2: (laughs) It doesn't make sense. No.
1: I want to go back to a little bit of... Someone talked about the the movie doesn't know how money works. Um, They also... Like, it's never more clear to me when you see Nathan Drake at the start of this film as, you know, he's working as a bartender slash pickpocket and he's got a... Fucking multi million dollar loft apartment with this beautiful, like, bay windows kind of thing in New York City.
2: Get fucked. He does not live in that place. (laughs) You're not making. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he's like. uh, Maybe it's someone else's house that he knows that they're not in town and he's just living there. Could be. I mean, he steals everything else. Which, if that's the case, they should have set that up because that would, you know, fit with the character and everything. Hmm. Yeah.
0: But I think you you guys did raise a valid point earlier is that he's not really a mentor to Nathan Drake at all because Nathan already knows everything that he's doing. He already has all his skills, all his knowledge.
1: He's a fucking bartender who who is apparently the most magical pickpocket in
0: in the world. He is literally a magician. Oh, no, 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 no. I think Chloe's probably the most magical pickpocket pickpocketed yeah, all the, that backpack. the ability of getting the cross out of the backpack without even getting near the backpack
2: she was well, while at, there's another witness there she was at
1: least two meters away from him at the time and manages to go into his closed sealed backpack and steal something that is sign- It's a fucking gold cross which would weigh probably 10 kilos you'd notice that fucking thing getting out of there yep <laughs> but everybody gets pickpocketed all the time the in one of the like, did you see the post credit sequences yes uh, did we
0: yes we did
1: there's one with uh, one of the guys from um, Game of Thrones one of the actors and he literally has Nathan Drake's uh, uh, necklace with the fucking yeah. ring around his neck and somehow Nathan Drake manages to <laughs> again across from, yes. like across a table steal this from around the guy's neck without him noticing how the fuck are these people doing
2: these things yeah Pickpocketing in movies does not make sense. <laughs> Look, um, well, this level that? of
1: fucking magic pickpocketing is But it's also it's not
2: what Nathan Drake Uncharted series is supposed to be. It's not about him being a really good fucking pickpocket. Like
1: that's, He's a treasure hunter. He's, he's a, a treasure yeah. hunter, yeah. yeah. And that's like... Solving puzzles? Absolutely. I think it's probably you know, where you need to yeah. go with this one. But... <sighs> He seems to be able to I think Tom, to your point, to be able to master everything immediately he's already he already knows how to do this. I already am a cat burglar who can swing around and do all of these things because you really? know I've got a rope in my apartment and I can climb it um so that makes me a ninja <laughs> like there's just everything is too easy for Nathan Drake,
0: and it's more yeah. about him teaching Sully to be a decent human being than um, Sully being any form of mentor to him mm. yeah
2: also, I don't like how they made him really inhuman, like incredibly strong and he doesn't get beat up at all, which is a very common thing in the video game series that he gets the shit beaten out of him. Oh, he kind of did. He doesn't, well, like, in the games, he's like... He's a know, t- when he, when he first like.
0: goes to kick the Scottish dude, he kicks him in the chest and, f- like, rebounds off him onto the ground.
2: Yeah, no, but I mean, like, physical, like, there's no damage to him. He falls out of a plane, gets hit with a car, like, and not a black eye.
1: Oh, that fucking bit where the the car fucking knocks him out of the plane. Oh, my God. He's dead. His legs are fucking smashed to pieces. Or at least should be, like... And he just seems to bounce off everything. It's yeah. unbelievable. In the games,
2: he's very human, and that's why you kind of relate to him and you get that grounding from it. Because he... Something like that happens in the game, and he's bloodied, and he has to, like, fucking walk across the desert all beaten up and shit. Because that entire sequence was taken from the third game mm. that plane sequence and then he has to yeah crash lands in the desert and he's all beat up and bloody and he has to walk across the desert like the human thing he's not fucking spider-man he,
1: he does not have a single scratch on him and we know this because he takes his shirt off every five fucking minutes <laughs> to be and his body is entirely smooth like cgi smooth and it's just does he not have any body hair? Just weird. I, I, I don't think he does because he it looks airbrushed. Like his entire body looks airbrushed. Like he's it looks like he's wearing one of those like muscle shirts that you put over the like you could wear over it's the weird. top. It's so weird. It almost doesn't like I I almost think I can't remember. I can't recall. I don't know if he has nipples. Like it looks like he has like nippleless chest. He's just <laughs> he is the most sexless human being on the planet. It's like, you know, The Rock, when The Rock appears in movies, the, for the most part, he has, like, zero sexual chemistry, because he's just yeah. trying to do a thing. There's no, and, yeah, for as much time as this guy has his shirt off, he should at least be stirring some, like, yearnings in people to be like, yeah, I want to see this guy, fuck. Loins, we not stirred. Loins. <laughs> Loins my Jimmy's were not rustled all right <laughs> i mean at one stage he has uh, chloe and him are sharing a hotel he's solving puzzles with his shirt off because you know yeah whatever that's
2: how i solve my puzzles <laughs> when i'm doing my wordle for the day shirt off when it gets real tough it's like okay, okay. It's well, i'm out. gonna do this in four guesses or less guys <laughs> But it's like, but one of the things
0: that got me about that, about the shirt off solving puzzle things, is just like, if this is meant to be like the sex appeal thing, or it's meant to be, oh, look how hunky it is, bent down over a coffee table with your shoulders on it. If you're a buff guy, that's probably one of the worst angles to look at, because you don't look (laughs) that buff. You're just, everything's bent in. (laughs) I mean, he does look, you know, he's definitely a lot bulkier than he
1: was in the Spider-Man movies, but... There's no yeah you're right Tom wrong angles to be sitting at there's no there was no moments where you just go oh maybe they looked at each other funny and all the rest of it because' there's just Cause nothing. Those
2: two characters I think do I think they hook up in the games
1: I think yeah number two um, yeah yeah they they hook up there's yeah a, a history between them
2: yeah I thought so
1: but he ends up marrying somebody else doesn't he
2: yeah he marries the reporter
1: that's right yeah um,
2: Trisha Tuanawa. <laughs> April O'Neill, April uh, O'Neil. the little, uh,
0: Nolan North, the voice actor of Nathan Drake, sitting yeah. on the beach.
2: Oh. I didn't, I didn't hate that. I was, you know, that was fine. The other nod they did, which I didn't hate, was he opens up his. I had pointed it out to Tom, he opens up his trunk treasure yep. box thing, the Naughty in Dog sticker, and it's got a Naughty Dog sticker. Yeah, I thought that was really good. So, does he live like, in a universe fine. where there are
1: uncharted games?
2: <laughs> is what exactly. <laughs> or just the crash bandicoot games maybe yeah technically in the fourth one he does play crash bandicoot so but it doesn't feel my biggest problem with this whole movie is it didn't feel like an uncharted game or movie didn't feel it felt like some other movie how so I don't think Nathan Drake felt like Nathan Drake. I don't think Sully felt like Sully. They had decent chemistry, the two characters on screen, but they didn't feel like those characters. It didn't feel like he was a particularly good treasure hunter. He didn't you know, do any of those big action scenes and shoot guns. He just kind of followed some very lame clues. And it felt like they focused too much on the... trying to do twists of who's a good guy, who's a bad guy, who's going to be, you know, the traitor for who, and can't trust Sully, can't trust this person. Like, it's like, that's an element of the stories in Uncharted. Yeah. But that's not the vibe of Uncharted that you're trying to get. No. That's one of the boxes you should be ticking. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they seem to be very, well, yeah, very keen to tick a lot of boxes
2: (laughs) in this that they didn't need to tick very strange i don't i one of the other problems i had was that it didn't feel like they set up that treasure gold sequence enough like the point of the movie was to find this gold yeah but it seemed like they focused too much on nathan drake's brother and sully and these other characters and villains they wanted to introduce and stuff and it's like you've got to keep referring to the goal and I want to know more about the history of the gold, and yeah, you know, that should happen when you're doing all of those puzzles. It should, but yeah, but it, 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 it didn't d- feel like a treasure hunting movie. It felt like an action movie, and treasure hunting was adjacent.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it felt like a like around the world in eighty days kind of race thing, like to go to all of these spectacular places and beautiful scenery, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, it's, yeah. more
2: treasure hunting. More, tre- more, guns, I mean, let, more treasure hunting
1: let's talk about the ending because they find the treasure they find two giant ships uh, full of full of gold and they within seemingly 5 minutes <laughs> the 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 bad guys have already organized two massive like airlifting helicopters to airlift these fucking ships out of... Uh, of, of very where strong helicopters, yeah. Very strong helicopters, very easy to dig underneath these things, to put the nets underneath the ships. Um, <laughs> that's done almost immediately. Um, and, you know, we know it's done almost immediately because basically Marky Mark and uh, Tom Holland are hiding on board one of these ships, not for days, maybe minutes. That's all they yeah, feel like minutes. they're there for. Minutes they're there, and they, they airlift these helicopters, uh, these... Uh, helicopters airlift the ships out and they're taking them somewhere um and then of of course the the henchmen who were like the the scottish guy and you know other people can also fly helicopters so that's fine um and they start having yeah they they are absolutely multitasking um and they start having like (laughs) helicopter battles so Sully takes <laughs> Sully again can also fly a helicopter because of course, um, and they have uh, battles with these helicopters and ramming the ships into each other and.
0: What was the end goal there? I like, don't know. Like <laughs> he wants the other ship back, but like you're in a helicopter with another ship. What do you? What do you? Like what? What? What is victory to you? Yeah. What, what is the goal here? Yeah. <laughs> Where are
2: you planning on landing that thing? Yes. Ah. <laughs> oh.
0: Do you
1: know that? Especially one of those moments where the one one of the henchmen is literally just flying his helicopter straight at the at at Sully and and Nathan, and he's he's flying this helicopter forward, and he's holding up a pistol while he's inside the helicopter. He's holding it up next to his head the whole time, going "Rah, I'm gonna get you." What the fuck are you gonna do with the pistol? Like, yeah. Are you, what are you going to do ramming them in? It? Ramming them with a helicopter will kill you. And yeah, just, it, it, uh, it doesn't end
0: well for either of you. No, no, there is no good outcome from that. Like, to me, I would have just been like, oh, shit, that's bad. Not really much we can do about this. Let's cut our losses for now and go and get it later. <laughs> Let's just settle for the $5 billion
1: of, of gold and you know priceless ships that we have. And, you know, they can have the other $5 billion. We'll fight it out once they land or run out of fuel, which will be very soon because it's a very, very, like, small tank on these helicopters.
2: Like, they're not going that far. No. No, they're not. And they should be going very fast. That's, you know, just another thing, logically. But, yeah,
1: I'll allow it. (laughs) Oh, the other thing that really bothered me as well is, um, is the phones and the phone technology in this film. Um, they seem to have super, super duper waterproof phones because they go into water a lot um, and have GPS tracking on the phones and air and all the rest of it. Never Nary a problem uh, with dunking these phones in water for extended periods of time. Um, at one point, they're drowning um, in water. <laughs> <laughs> you know... Underwater, no, like I get, you know, waterproof or water resistant phones, uh, but they, they fucking die. Like, if you put it in water that deep for that long, they're dead, but they seem they, to um, you last know, at a least little.
2: they should have had them thinking ahead and pull them out and they're in a bloody waterproof box or something.
1: Yeah. Bag. Something like that. But no, they're just regular phones regular no, the phone
0: thing cuz i was like oh, they can be there but uh, i i can tell you right now def- definitely the likelihood of having a uh, waterproof zippo lighter that you can use almost immediately uh, after yeah. being submerged <laughs> in water is uh they
2: that's love that freaking zippo lighter in this movie as well like I'm uh, real obsessed with that lighter yeah which he
1: doesn't seem to have put fuel or another wick or like another like flint in there just, just all of yeah, the good things that you need to, to make to this thing look like- good way to get to work the zippos are made to be serviceable yeah. <laughs> very easy to refuel he seems to have not done that so yeah <laughs> yeah I think it, this it movie works thi- when
2: the plot requires it to work
1: absolutely when he lights uh, lights a fucking cannon on fire at the end and shoots. Yeah. oh my god so stupid <laughs> I
2: it doesn't was just work ir- when he doesn't want it to work so he can pickpocket a necklace or a bracelet or the fuck it was yeah just I don't know. Interesting, but look for all the bad things that we're saying, I still think there was some decent chemistry between um, Wahlberg and, and Tom Holland. Like, once like it you said, started that going. There were some decent jokes between them.
0: I uh, did laugh. I laughed yeah, throughout yeah.
2: this Phil. So.
0: Yeah, no,
1: like definitely chemistry. not like your point in like not the characters from the games, but they. I think no. they've taking their own license and creating them and that's fine they, they work fine with that
2: exactly yeah there was some entertainment to still be had here even if it doesn't it's not the story it should be telling mm. at all um it was still you know fun some of the time just some ridiculousness and not some not anywhere near as much polish as there should be mm.
1: Yeah, well, I think like yeah, you know, it's definitely trying to be Indiana Jones but for the next generation in it yeah. I just I, th- I think they, they missed the point in in a lot of these cases like they didn't go down far enough down any of the pathways to make me interested in it really. So It
0: yeah. felt like a weird combination of Indiana Jones and Pirates of the Caribbean. And I was thinking that before they made the Pirates of the Caribbean joke. Oh, the they did too, in, didn't they? Um <laughs> but missed the mark on both because Indiana Jones and Pirates of the Caribbean are both good films. Much better, or much better. <laughs> like the, 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 I, I had fun with this, and I said it out to Ian. And like it was fine. I preferred it to something like Jungle Cruise, personally. See, I, I had more fun with Jungle
1: Cruise because there was a lot more mystical magic stuff to it and it was just a little bit more oh, interesting.
2: that's the other thing that we had mentioned is there is no mystical magic shit. We did talk about it while is you were it, gone. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's just gold. <laughs> it's just gold. I'd, that's one of the things of Uncharted, in my opinion at least. Well, was, There's uh, always some sort of element of supernaturalness to it.
1: One of the things of Indiana Jones as well, like that's you know, yeah. a key element to those things. It makes it more interesting. It makes it not just finding a, finding some treasure,
2: finding some
1: buried treasure,
2: not just people who are willing to kill each other. Yeah, very yeah, grey morality.
1: The double and triple and quadruple crossing of people, uh, yeah, you know, like all the time. Yeah,
2: I will say I think our audience in our cinema seemed to enjoy the movie a lot more than I was. The person behind us started clapping. Pers- yeah, the person behind us was clapping. At they were like, so happy. <laughs> they were like people who clap in movies this. are stupid. That's oh, the- I agree. they're
1: fucking simpletons.
2: I mean, in he my obviously opinion. really enjoyed this movie. This is, you know, out of all the movies to clap at the end of this one. This was a big <laughs> like. This was a
0: big cinema. It was almost full, and this was like the only person who was clapping. And it was directly behind us, being like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't get. It. It's
1: a, the only time it's acceptable to clap in a movie theater is if the fucking director of the film is in there, correct? And you've really enjoyed the film. Otherwise, you're just clapping a fucking projectionist.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and in this theater, a projectionist who didn't do a very good job, <laughs> was out of focus. <laughs> uh, it's a second. Not time a great viewing I've experience. Hey? One of these in the last couple of years where it's been completely out of focus.
2: Uh, yeah. It happens, seems to be happening a fair bit, and I also think that maybe I'm just used to high-definition, and you just can't get high-definition in the cinema unless you go to...
0: They uh, should be they e- 4 e- or 8K projections.
2: It should be, but that would require them to invest money. But, yeah, like, I mean,
1: yeah, we've talked about, you know, Lord of the Rings and how that looks and all these other ones. Like, this didn't look very good. Like everything felt like they' were on a sound stage so they you know they're going to Spain they're going to you know the Philippines they're going all to these you know supposedly beautiful places and it just looks like every single thing is a fucking back lot in some studio somewhere yeah. it did everything not does feel look like a
2: studio nothing it, looks like a real place
1: no no nothing nothing looked good and I mean if you're gonna spend the money on these kinds of films and make it this big blockbuster you need to make it look good
2: yeah and the I worst will, part uh, is... They, there's they one moment I was like, this at least looks okay when the backpack sequence happened and then there's the chase. Mm. I was like, at least that sort of looks like it's at a location, not at a set.
1: <laughs> Do you know the worst thing is? They did film all this on location. <laughs> Fuck, that's a problem. That, when you make it look bad and you're actually
2: there, that's not good. <laughs> no, what a waste of money. <laughs> if it looks like a set, you've got a problem.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I had so many problems with this film I just it just annoyed me just little details annoyed me I think like when they had that um we're in that fucking McDonald's or KFC or whatever it was with the secret keyhole just on the wall behind glass and they literally fire a gun and have a massive fist fight in there no cops nah. <laughs> no cops is smashing things over shooting guns N- nary a cop to be
0: seen. <laughs> I'm just confused why they had what appeared to be, when they originally shot it, bulletproof glass in front of it.
2: What, what are they expecting to happen? They're very protective of their uh, historical elements. Historical
0: right. keyholes. I mean, but but to put bulletproof glass in a fast food restaurant?
2: Hmm it's Europe you never know <laughs> <laughs>
1: have you been to a fast food restaurant recently they definitely need bulletproof glass in all of them
0: But bulletproof glass that only takes one bullet and then a person's body thrown through it to break
1: uh, uh, it was three bullets he fired three times oh yeah. was it three, three bullets three okay. shots in a fucking <laughs> after a fight they fired a gun three times in a restaurant and no cops showed up <laughs> it's so stupid it's so strange yeah it's just a little tri- like I think that that really capped off the movie for me it was just little moments that they chose to do like that like the, like we were talking about Tom the, the soundproof grating at the fucking rave club like just all of these things that little problems that just make no sense to have in there like it's it's silly to insinuate that this you know sound doesn't exist or policemen don't exist it's just silly to pretend they're living in this make believe yeah. world
2: yeah. yeah. Where you can get hit by a car and fall from the sky and walk away bruiseless. Mm hmm.
1: Even that, like, yeah, that bit where they, you know, they finally open up the, the fucking parachute and they crash into the water. They probably fucking break their backs from, like, how fast they're going. Like, it. Nothing. In, none of that's. Yeah. It's not logical in, in the slightest.
2: No. no. It takes away from the enjoyment for me. Like, I don't mind a little bit of surrealism. Don't get mm. me wrong. But there should be some grounding to it but yeah look there's pros and cons to this movie (laughs)
0: that's Uh,
2: my way of saying Tom score it (laughs) hey I'm the the host here bud Uh, you you score it yeah fair enough Um, uh, yeah exactly pros and cons to this movie it just doesn't feel like an uncharted thing to me and uh, that's not a good sign but just some ridiculous things like the fact he felt like a superhero instead of feeling like a real man who's treasure hunting just takes so much away from it for me. So I'm giving it a six and a half. Yeesh. Fuzzy. Um, I think one of the signatures,
1: or well, the things about Uncharted games that were so enjoyable was they were video games that felt like you were playing a movie. And this... Doesn't I think doesn't work the, the the other way? Like it doesn't feel like this could be a video game. It feels like a very boring, yeah, you know, idea of what Uncharted used to be or could have been. And I, I think they just, yeah, I don't know if they they captured the magic of what the games were all about. Um, no. Nah. Yeah, I I don't mind you know Tom Holland coming in. This being like an origin story for him. You know, him and Mark Wahlberg could both age into those characters over a period of time, totally fine. I just think you need to, you know, to really focus on what made the game so good, you know, bring in, like Ian was saying, those supernatural elements to it, bring in some of the, you know, the, the love affairs that Nathan Drake has. So he's got, you know, love affairs with Chloe, with the other lady as well. Like there's stuff that goes on, make it like Indiana Jones. It it, it is supposed to be, you know, Indiana Jones for video games. Like, Make him an Indiana Jones type character and give him something a bit more to do. I just yeah, I'm just so disappointed by how it all turned out. um so it's going to be a six from me
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> wolf indeed <laughs> yeah, um I think coming out a bit. Um, and retrospectively looking at it has been a bit different when I was watching it because I wasn't expecting much. I was expecting it to be utter shit. Um, (laughs) And I did have a little bit of fun with it. I laughed at things. I enjoyed the chemistry, as you said before, between Marky Mark and Holland. Um, And undeniably it has issues and we have shat on this film quite efficiently. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so I'm, I'm having a look here and I did enjoy it more than Jungle Cruise. Um, and Jungle Cruise, I gave a 6. So I would give this a 6.5. Um, I think it's fair. I think the like you can go to the film and you can somewhat enjoy it, but don't expect a, a uh, great spectacle.
2: Um, yeah. No. It's,
0: I think there'll be a second one. Mm. I'd be surprised if there's not a second yeah. one. Yeah.
2: I kind of hope, in a way, that there is a second one and that they redeem themselves a little bit I think there's room for improvement there's room there is a basis here that they can build on and make it more uncharted they've got good chemistry there's things there they just need to reevaluate what is uncharted
1: yeah yeah I mean it, it'll be interesting to see how much money they spend for future endeavors so you know they've, they've definitely set up future stuff in there so post-credit sequences for you know minor spoilers for this um sam's brother is not dead he's just in some sort of prison somewhere um so we see him and we also see you know him going on a journey to discover a little bit about his uh what his necklace uh his ring means so yeah, you know, there's there's stuff that they could explore which is kind of fun yeah
2: the timeline doesn't exactly line up <laughs> no in the video game, but no yeah there's definitely avenues they can go down okay yeah, no, I, I'm keen to see those wendigos. <laughs> All those
0: wendigos. All right, that has been episode number. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> thank you for listening, everyone. We know you have a choice when listening to pop culture podcasts, and you clearly picked the one with Nerd in the title. Uh, yeah, if you're not subscribed or haven't given us a cheeky review or something, do that. I haven't had a review in a while. Nobody seems to review us anymore. No. Keep, it, keep it light. Keep it funny. Keep it positive. We don't want a bad review, so fuck off if it's yeah. going to be bad. If you got a
2: bad review, then we don't want to hear
0: it. <laughs> you, can, you can tweet your bad review at IRJohnson. Uh, <laughs> but yes, I have been your host, Tom, joined by these two lovely gentlemen. And I will say to you, Salatus.
2: Bye bye. Chica, chica. Salatus.